Today, we're going to be looking at a mystery. Who is making thousands of Wikipedia edits? 1st of September 2014, 10.50am. Tidy. Remove tabloid source. 1st of September 2014, 11.05am. Added new source. Lawmakers is an Americanism, even if it is the source. Councillors is the correct British term, as can be easily confirmed. 1st of September 2014, 11.13am. Reformatted comment. Minor copy edit to match Guardian source. 1st of September 2014, 11.16am. Subheadings. We can pinpoint when it started. 6.48pm on the 26th of October 2004. That's when an account was created on the online encyclopedia Wikipedia with the name Philip Cross. Since that day, that account has been responsible for more than 130,000 edits on over 30,000 pages on one of the internet's most popular websites. Perhaps you've read a page edited by this account without even realising it. But what we don't know is who's behind that Wikipedia account and why they make the changes they make. But they've been accused of political bias and manipulating Wikipedia entries, and that's really ruffling feathers, both inside the Wikipedia community and on Twitter. The mysterious tale of Philip Cross exposes something deeper. It exposes the editorial process behind the website that so many of us turn to when we need answers. This is BBC Trending, the podcast that takes an investigative look at the world of social media. I'm Jonathan Griffin. And I'm Lee Comitat. It seems everyone has a different idea about who the person behind the Philip Cross Wikipedia account is. Some claim he's a government agent. Others, he's a stooge for the rich and powerful in society. And some allege the account is a front for a media baron to influence the masses. George Galloway is a former member of both the British Labour Party and the Respect Party. He was a long-standing left-wing MP and constant opponent of UK foreign policy. He's not a man who's afraid to give his opinions, and he now presents a radio phone-in show, which regularly focuses on his opposition to Western military intervention in Syria and his support for the Palestinian side in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. As you may expect... He has vocal supporters and noisy opponents. But it's the editing work of the Philip Cross account that Galloway takes issue with now. He told me why he's concerned by Philip Cross's activities. I learnt on social media that there was a man called Philip Cross that he had edited my Wikipedia page. In fact, he'd edited 1,798 times to be precise. When I got the stats from those who are following this story, it turns out that Christmas Day, Eid Day, Easter Day, Cup Final Day, day and night, early hours of the morning, in the middle of the night, this man is on my case. And it doesn't take uh, Einstein to work out (laughs) that he's not tending this garden uh, with loving care uh, to uh, make it look as nice as it can look. It's the opposite. And uh, now that I know the kind of things that he has deleted, inserted, edited, re-edited and expunged, then uh, this person is 
either utterly obsessed by me or, a trifle reassuringly, it turns out obsessed not just by me, but by people like me. Whoa, George, let's just stop there. Now, there are some important things to note about Wikipedia. First of all, Wikipedia prides itself on being a responsible reference point. So the material that appears on the website needs to be factual, verifiable and cited from a reliable source. Typically, that's academic and peer-reviewed publications, university-level textbooks, books published by respected publishing firms, magazines, journals, mainstream newspapers, that sort of thing. Secondly, Wikipedia's pages are edited and moderated by the Wikipedia community. That community is broken into thousands of individual volunteers who are then organised in various roles, such as editors, administrators, who have slightly more advanced permissions than editors, like the ability to block users and delete and protect pages. And how do you move up the ranks if you want to? Via a mixture of peer approval and quality of edits. Thirdly, an edit is any change somebody makes on Wikipedia. Now, that could be adding or removing a link, creating or deleting a bit of text, even just putting something in italics. And as we mentioned earlier, the account calling itself Philip Cross has made over 130,000 edits across over 30,000 pages. At this point, we should say that's not really remarkable. In fact, Philip Cross is not even in the top 300 most prolific editors on the site. Lots of people are making hundreds of edits and sometimes thousands of edits every month. George Galloway's concerns echo those of a number of other prominent journalists, activists and politicians from across the political spectrum, but typically they oppose neoconservatism and Western military involvement in international affairs. They claim that when you dig down into the data behind the Philip Cross Wikipedia account, it's making lots of very small minor edits that add up to big changes in the overall tone and appearance of specific profiles. Now, the top 10 pages that Philip Cross has edited are a real mixed bag. In that top 10, you'll find the jazz musician, Duke Ellington, The Sun, which is a tabloid newspaper here in Britain, and Paul Dacre, the editor of another British newspaper, The Daily Mail. But also in that top 10 are a number of vocal critics of American and British foreign policy. Men like the Australian journalist, John Pilger, the current British Labour Party leader, Jeremy Corbyn, and Seamus Milne, his director of strategy and communications. But if someone is making thousands of edits, why could that present a problem? It is assumed to be an impartial encyclopedia. You don't go to an encyclopedia to find information on people that has been ruthlessly and remorselessly manipulated. And that's what's happening here. But this man, Philip Cross, actually features around the sort of 300 mark on the list of all-time Wikipedia editors. So does that mean that there's something sinister about the preceding 299 or so? No, because his edits are remorselessly targeted on people who opposed the Iraq War, who've opposed the subsequent Western intervention wars. So you get where I'm coming from. I want to ask you about the reward that you've put out to find Philip Cross. Why do that? Well, because I thought the public interest uh, required it. It's a relatively small reward of £1,000, and uh, it's already been won. 
I want to ask you as well about your Wikipedia page. Now, you say that you're not aware of the specific amendments. Now, I looked through and I noticed that there was one occurrence in particular that stood out. Somebody had tried to add in something that was quite lurid about your private life. And Philip Cross had actually removed that and said, we don't need to get into this. So what do you believe is the agenda or motivation behind Somebody. Uh, well, there's enough lurid that he has put in and left in, so that must have been particularly lurid. It's not just Galloway who has a problem with the content and number of edits of Philip Cross. The former British diplomat turned journalist Craig Murray has also written a blog publicly condemning Cross for his edits. Murray, Galloway and a number of their Twitter supporters believe Philip Cross exerts an unfair amount of power over their public images because of the number of edits and the type of things added and removed from their pages. They also say there's another group of people who benefit from more favourable page edits and they characterise those people as typically being in favour of military intervention in the Middle East. So is there any truth in claims that Galloway, for example, is on the receiving end of biased editing? Well, we looked at the stat-heavy analytics behind Galloway's Wikipedia page. Now, Philip Cross is responsible for 20.4% of all edits that have been made on there. But whether you think that's biased depends on your own interpretation and how much significance you give to certain events in the life of George Galloway over others. For example, a sentence where Galloway criticised the British Labour Party as Tony Blair's lie machine was removed with cross-citing partial repetition, poor source. George Galloway is an opponent of the former British Prime Minister on many issues, including the Iraq War. In another instance, Cross removed links to lurid tabloid headlines from the Galloway page, acknowledging that although the allegation was also cited in the LA Times, the idea of including it was perhaps best resisted. On top of that, we also found examples of grammatical edits. It helps the article if each sentence or paragraph does not begin with Galloway or he, wrote Cross in one annotation. So it's really hard to get an objective measure of whether over the course of 1,800 edits, Cross has altered the overall perspective of George Galloway in the minds of ordinary people, which is what Galloway claims. But doesn't Wikipedia have structures in place to stop biased edits of pages? We wanted to find out, so we spoke to Mike Lowry, known on Wikipedia as Orange Mike. He's been editing Wikipedia as well as attending conferences and training for the past 15 years. Sadly, it leans male. It leans young. We have been working very, very hard on the male-female issue. How can you gauge that? That's very difficult to gauge, isn't it? We try not to judge the person, we judge the edits. If your edits have a consistent pattern of sexist language. But it's clear just looking at the topics that many of many of the topics that we get most heavily covered are topics traditionally where there is heavy male interest. Everything from Pokemon to football. We're conscious of it. We have articles on gender bias in Wikipedia. It's something we are aware of. It is, I won't say we're ashamed of it, but we're distressed by it, and we work like the Dickens to try to undo it.
Now, as we've heard, Philip Cross's edits to Wikipedia have courted accusations of bias from some quarters, but his detractors also have another thing that they're concerned about, his off-platform behaviour. One of the reasons Philip Cross has become the centre of debate in the Wikipedia community is that he interacted on Twitter with the subjects of a number of the pages he's edited. In May, he referred to George Galloway, Craig Murray and a number of other people critical of British and Western foreign policy as goons. Cross's online behaviour only served to inflame the fierce debate about his editing. A group of Twitter users and Wikipedians claimed the tweet showed a conflict of interest, a big no-no in Wikipedia's editing terms. Debate began to rage within the Wikipedia editing community on talk pages, where editors cluster to publicly voice their concerns about edits. Various editors argued back and forth about whether calling the subject of an edit a goon demonstrated bias or the more serious conflict of interest. It's an important question to answer because the two things are different according to Wikipedia, who say that beliefs and desires may lead to biased editing, but they do not constitute a conflict of interest. Wikipedia has a mechanism for dealing with issues of conflict of interest and misconduct. Its Arbitration Committee, or ARBCOM as those in the know call it, is the final step in resolving a dispute on Wikipedia where highly experienced wiki users consider evidence and reach a decision that is binding on everyone on the website. The Philip Cross account is currently going through this arbitration process. ARBCOM will make a judgment on the ability of Philip Cross to edit George Galloway's page. But in the meantime, Cross says he will not edit the George Galloway article again for an indeterminate length of time, regardless of any decision. For a number of weeks, George Galloway says he's been looking into who's behind the Philip Cross account. One of the principal rules of Wikipedia is that the editors, even if they're being investigated for conflict of interest, have the right to their online anonymity. That's why a number of the Wikipedians we've spoken to say they believe Galloway's attempts to unmask Philip Cross are a step too far. The next voice you'll hear belongs to one of those editors who wants to keep his anonymity. So we'll call him Jack. The identities of individual editors, some of them are public, some of them are not. Uh, But the whole idea is that it is edited by a consensus process, which can override any particular editor that's being disruptive or thank a particular editor for contributing an awful lot. So it's a consensus based edit. The, The identities of individual contributors are irrelevant, particularly if the objective is to phone them all day and tell them they can't hide. But Wikipedia editor Orange Mike, who we heard from earlier, says he wouldn't be surprised if the Philip Cross account was acting on behalf of someone with ulterior motives. He's an example of a a real problem that we have as we all volunteer projects. It's a a subset of what economists call the tragedy of the commons. When someone can profit greatly – and I'm using profit in a broad metaphorical sense here – from devoting an enormous amount of their time to a very narrow subset of, in this case, Wikipedia articles, they can always accomplish more than the ordinary members of the commons who are just trying to keep this part of the garden in as good a shape as possible. And is that what you think Philip Cross is doing, in in your opinion? Do you think that he's profiting in some way? The accusations I've seen 
seem to me to be plausible. Whether he's being paid or not, he is deriving some form of satisfaction from the edits he makes to a very narrow subset of Wikipedia's articles. And if he can spend 8, 10, 12, 14 hours a day, five days a week on doing this, he's going to be more effective than Mike from over in the States who's trying to do some edits on his lunch hour. One of the people whose pages he has been editing and has edited over 1,800 times was George Galloway, and he says he knows that Philip Cross is being paid to do this. Do you think that's likely? I would not even be remotely surprised. The people who hate Galloway the most are often powerful and often rich, and the idea that they they could find someone to use their tool would not surprise me in the least. But I have no evidence to prove it and therefore would reserve judgment. Do you have evidence that that happens in some form? We have discovered whole networks of organizations, generally commercial organizations, public relations firms and so forth, that have in some cases set up literally hundreds of accounts, created thousands of articles and not disclosed. In recent years, we have created some fairly strong language that explicitly says if you are editing anything in this encyclopedia for pay or as part of your job, you are required as part of the terms of service to fully disclose what you're editing for whom and by whom you're being paid. And if you fail to make those disclosures, you are in violation of our terms of service and we will throw your We'll throw you out. How can that be proved that people are being paid? That's indeed the problem. But you say that you know that it happens. What's your evidence for that? We've been able to prove through chains of, of email and so forth to what you might call potential blackmail victims that uh, there, there are people out there doing this. Orange Mike sent us an example of what he claims is somebody paying for a page edit. Now, we couldn't verify that specific case – but we do know that groups with vested interests have tried to manipulate public opinion using Wikipedia in the past. For example, in 2012, Wikipedia suspended at least 10 accounts linked to the public relations firm Bell Pottinger while investigating allegations of content manipulation. Bell Pottinger admitted to editing entries on Wikipedia, but said it had never done anything illegal. We spoke to Wikipedia and the Wikimedia Foundation, the charity that raises funds to run the Wikipedia site. They declined the opportunity to appear and instead gave us this statement. Independent volunteer editors consistently monitor Wikipedia, often aided by technology, to ensure its articles remain neutral and well-sourced for the hundreds of millions of people who rely on it every month. If repeat violations to Wikipedia policies do occur... Volunteers have a variety of mechanisms to draw from, including issuing warnings and blockings to address content and behaviour that does not meet Wikipedia standards. This process is done entirely by volunteer editors collaboratively, independent of the Wikimedia Foundation who does not control content or make editorial decisions about information that's included on Wikipedia. I asked George Galloway what he'd like to say to the co-founder of Wikipedia. Uh, that you are risking what is potentially uh, a very valuable addition to to the public canon. 
you are risking its credibility by allowing a person, although I happen to know that it's not just a person, it's going through his router, but it's not just a person. You're allowing a cell to self-consciously, with clear political intent, it's a cell of neocon fanatics. How much do you know then about Philip Cross that you're willing to share with us today? Only that we've spoken to his relative. I can't say how close. And that relative has told us that he is a vulnerable person. And that vulnerable person, in my opinion, is being ruthlessly exploited. The co-founder of Wikipedia, Jimmy Wales, refused to speak to us. The only words we've had from Jimmy Wales on this can be found on Twitter. The journalist Neil Clark asked him when he would be dealing with Philip Cross, adding, why no response to complaints from public figures about his activities? Jimmy replied, as far as I can tell so far, those complaints are so wrong as to be risible. Look into it further. There's only one person who can answer our questions about Philip Cross, the man himself, so we contacted him via his jazz-infused Twitter account. His Twitter handle incorporates the numbers 1963. Perhaps that's a clue to the owner of the account's age. Or perhaps it's a reference to the release date of Duke Ellington's Afro Bossa album. Either way, we didn't receive a response. So we tried to call him on a number passed to us by one of our sources. The man who picked up the phone didn't want to record our conversation, so we can't play that to you. But the phone did not belong to Philip Cross. It did, however, belong to someone who was able to pass on a message to him for us. We waited an hour and a half, and then we got word back. The person behind the Philip Cross account did not want to speak to us. That's it this week for this edition of the BBC Trending Podcast. I'm Jonathan Griffin. And I'm Lee Kumatat. Thanks also to our man on the cut and paste, Mike Woolley, and our fountain of knowledge editor, Mike Wendling, with production help from Elizabeth Casson. Please get in touch and tell us what you thought about this edition of the BBC Trending Podcast. You can send us a tweet or a Facebook message or update a Wikipedia page for us if you can find one. One doesn't exist yet. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, you may enjoy the one from our brothers and sisters at People Fixing the World. They go around the world finding solutions to the world's toughest problems. You can download it wherever you usually get your podcasts from. Trending will be back again in your podcast feed next week. See you then. <laughs>